What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of What the Dealio. I am Jay Ciano from Sabre Advisors, Sabre Business Exchange, some other stuff that we'll get into, I'm sure, during this podcast. To the right of me is my co-host, Mike Steinberg. What's Edgestone up, Mike? Business Advisors. What's going on? What's going on? We have a special guest today. We do. Mr. Peter Nelson from Sisu Saunas. Yes, guys. Thank you so much for having me on the podcast. This is an absolute pleasure. Dude, where do, we, where do we start? Do we start with our pickup at the airport this morning, or do we get into like we how could. That, should we start? The, no, let's let's back it up. Okay. How okay. did you start Sisu Sauna? Yeah, so Sisu theoretically originated about four years ago. We were actually a dealer of a, another manufacturer of saunas as a hobby, and we found this one. I, I was a trainer back in the day, and then my business partner stumbled upon a barrel sauna on this retreat that he was at. He bought one for his house. Meanwhile, you know, me as a trainer, I'm trying to figure out ways to get my athletes to recover faster, you know, perform better. And so we naturally linked up uh, my business partner, Nick Dadis and I. Sure. And he's like, you got to come over and check out my sauna. Next thing I know, we, we both entered this deal together where we were going to become the Ohio distributor for this manufacturer from Canada. And so basically anytime when somebody would want to buy a sauna from this manufacturer, they had to go through us. We had the rights to them in the state. So it was a no brainer. We didn't even have to really market so the it. whole country for just or the just, United or sorry, just for Ohio. Just for Ohio. Yeah. Thank the you. Ohio exclusive. Yes. Yes. Uh, but we soon realized that there was no market for sauna in Ohio. How long ago was this? This was about three years ago. Okay. And so what ended up happening, if you think, if you backtrack three years ago, that was also COVID. Sure. Right. So what we, what, the manufacturer experience was 20% surcharges on cedar decrease in craftsmanship just because of the quality of the worker uh, wasn't, wasn't there. Uh, you add an 11th month lead times and around 11 K plus uh, minimum sauna purchases. It was really, really difficult to, to market. So there came a point last March. So March of 2022, Nick and I, we were on a routine morning, early morning trail run and we both looked at each other and said, maybe we should just end this. The reason being was that we went at that point about 12 months consecutive without a single sale. <laughs> right. That's crazy. And then Nick, who is a unbelievable family man and an incredible business owner, he owns multiple businesses. He was in the thick of it with um, actually buying a local library in Cleveland and converting it to a school for his kids because he was so fed up with the educational model in Cleveland. He wanted to open up his own school with his wife. So they bought a local library and converted it. Meanwhile, black flag athletics, the brand that um, I'm, I'm an equity partner with was continuing to take off. So we're like, let's just disband this. And what's, what was wild was that 10 minutes later on that same run, after making that decision, we were like, wait, 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 let's pull back the curtains a little bit. Why, why are we having these issues without, without selling these saunas? And we were able to pinpoint it. We were like, the difference in the catalyst is going to be us going to manufacturing ourselves. Which is not an easy thing to do if you have no idea <laughs> how to do that, right? And 100%. But between him and I, we're definitely go-getters. We're high-trust people as well. So what we knew is that we had to make a couple calls and we knew right in our backyard, we have some of the best craftsmen in the entire world in the Amish community. Sure. And they're right there on the east side of Cleveland. I live on the west side about five mile, three miles from my business partner, Nick. And we so, uh, so happened to get linked up, who uh, is now our 
manufacturing team lead, Mark Polari, who is a second generation Finn. His dad's a first gen Finn from Finland. He owned a company. This is while we were pitching him on the idea. He's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I owned an Amish made furniture company five years ago called Sisu Designs. I was like, okay, okay. He's like, dude, sauna was like a way of life for my family. There's saunas all throughout Middlefield that are just built into the homes that we're aware of. Wait, so what does Sisu mean? Is that a common like? Yeah, so for, for people that don't know what Sisu means, Finnish translated to English, it's a concept of perseverance, tenacity, bravery, and grit. So it's this way of life and this lifestyle that Finns embody with whatever they end up doing. Right. So that could be how they approach their family, their faith, their fitness, anything. It's through tenacity, through grit. It's like this. It's what the way I like to uh, view Sisu is when like perseverance ends, like the amount of perseverance you have is up to here in capacity. That's when Sisu starts. Right. Got it's it, like yeah. the reserves yeah. that people need to tap into. And so that's what Sisu really means. That's and awesome. it's a huge thing. Uh, in uh, Finnish, they call it Sisu, but when we Americanize it a little bit and just called it Sisu. Um, so everything just kind of came, all the stars were aligning. Uh, Mark was like, I'm 100% in. Let's, let's bring this project to life. So uh, August 1st came of last year, 2022. And up to that point, if you do the math, that's 18 months now consecutive of not even, not a single sauna sale. Talk about Sisu. <laughs> and we were, we just kept, I mean, going. we just kept crazy. going. We kept going. Right. And so we hit the market on August one and the amount of prep, the amount of time spent outside of, you know, we just had my, my wife and I just had our uh, two year old at the time. Uh, my, um, you know, black flags, I'm all engrossed with that. So these are like the late nights, early mornings oh, and stuff. Yeah. And <laughs> August 1st hits and no sale. <laughs> August dude. 2, no sale. Yes. August 3, no sale. I'm freaking out, dude. I'm like, dude, we just invested like, you know, a considerable amount of time and resources into this. August 4th hits, we finally got our, our first sale. And that was, that was huge. And what, then what August, you, how were you marketing at the time? Like, you know, wh where were you? Yeah. You, I mean, how that's a very frustrating. Yeah. Yeah. Like that is, you know, even in my field, which is more real estate and it takes forever yeah. to put a deal together. We have to be super patient, but it's painful, very. painful. Yeah. But to go that long without making one sale is like most people throw in the towel a lot earlier than that. Yeah. And, um, I would definitely attribute that to my ultra running background and yeah. the way I was we'll raised. We'll get into that, right? Run, running a hundred um, miles at a clip, like that's yeah. But I, yeah. but <laughs> the the thing was is that August fourth hit, we finally got that sale. Yeah. It was like this unreal moment. It didn't even matter the margin. It didn't matter about the dollar amounts. It was just like, all right, we got some momentum in the sales. Like, what are we going to do about it? And the way that we were marketing starting around like July 1 to July 15th, we finally reintroduced the brand, wiped everything off our Instagram profiles, brand new website, the whole thing. And we had a great photographer uh, create amazing imagery for us. And we were telling a story. Sure. And Eric Hinman, good buddy of mine, I know that you're yeah. friends with him now too. Yep. He was our first ambassador. And I got linked to him through Ice Barrel, through Wyatt Ewing, yeah. who's the founder of Ice Barrel. Um, 
that's a whole nother long story. But anyways, uh, he started posting about his sauna, uh, and or I should say about his uh, pending deal with Sisu. Right. And so that corresponded with basically like August 4th, he started posting and all of a sudden we started getting. Wow. And at the same time, we were at the CrossFit Games. And so I was starting to network. People didn't really know who I was until Eric got there. And then Eric was already talking us up. And he's like, oh, you got to meet Pete. He's the sauna guy. And wow. it, you have to remember, my entire life, I've been like the basketball player, the trainer, the runner. <laughs> Not the sauna Not guy. Not the sauna guy. Yeah, to me, you're the At sauna all. guy. Yeah, well, I know. You know <laughs> like, like, it's crazy. You're definitely the sauna guy. Yeah. And so that week, we had sold six saunas. Okay. Right? So you start the first to- week. After August 4th. Yeah, so, so yeah. let's stop there for a second. Yeah. So now let's talk about, right, this is a business podcast. Influencer marketing, right? Yeah. So Eric's influence and his community converted to your first sales, basically. Yeah. Is that right? So, yeah. you know, essentially through his network and, 100%. and you know, his I mean, influence. think about that, right? So Mike and I uh, focus heavily on content creation. When Mike and yeah. I first connected I said to him, I'm like, dude, you got to go all in on content creation. And he literally did from that minute, like dove in. You you were doing LinkedIn and stuff, right? LinkedIn, but when you told me, you know, you opened my eyes up. You were like, you got to just get it out there. What you do, it's different. So yeah, I give you a lot of credit. Thank you for that. No, are you kidding me? I mean, it's like, it's, but it's bizarre because not every industry understands the power of it. Right. Um, but you being smart enough to correct with some, to connect intentionally with somebody right. that has your target audience is it's amazing how it converted that quickly. It was literally the spark that went from zero to like, right. You know, and the crazy part was that he didn't even have his sauna at his house and he had sold three alone without he, a sauna. He, even he, at he his was house. just talking about it or yes. what was the, and he was just tag us. On, on his actual Instagram, Instagram page, story. stories. Yeah, yeah stories. Okay. Like, hey, I've got my Sisu sauna coming. We had a 250 followers on Instagram at yeah. the time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you start fast forwarding and we started generating more sales. And, you know, for us, it really wasn't, you know, both of us have good, you know, solid incomes outside of Sisu at the time. So we were just like, let's just reinvest everything. Like, let's not touch anything. So for the first few months, we just took the profits and then put it back into the business, put it back in the business by doubling down on influencer marketing. Right. And so influencer marketing, I don't necessarily like the term because honestly it's like for us is like relationships. Sure. That's what it comes down to. Of course. We want people that align with our values, align with our culture, align with our fit and people that like actually embrace Sisu, like the actual concept and are people that live that and carry that in their lives. Yeah. So we've been extremely intentional with the people that we partner with. Yeah. And there's a lot of no's that go around where somebody reaches <clears> out. We always say uh, within um, within CSU, if we're partnering with somebody, it's either a hell yes or a hell no. Yeah. If it's kind yeah. of a yes, it's a hell no. Yeah. If it's a yes, but, but yeah, there you go. <laughs> if it's a yes, yeah. but maybe like in six months, like it's still probably a no. Like sure. I want the hell yeses because those are people that are going to be fully in, uh, invested into our brand fully invested into the tribe that we're building with Sisu, but also are people that like are super passionate about like wanting to elevate their wellness game, wanting to go that next step, like people that are looking to dive inward within themselves and trying to grab more out of it to be more productive as a 
as a father, as a mother, as, as a business owner. Those are the things that really get me fired up because the, again, the tribe of ambassadors that we're building, that's, those are the people that are building our culture for us. Totally. I, I think that's so important in business, you know, like actually today, creating a community and a culture it's thrown around so much, obviously the term community, Yeah. but doing it and saying that you are, are two very different things. And every person I know that's connected to you is the same exact way. Everybody has the same DNA. Everybody truly wants to be better today than they were yesterday. Right. Whatever that means, like that's you know something different to every person. Right. Yeah, and I have a question when you were manufacturing yeah. with um, the partner that you put together with, how many tweaks? Were there a lot of tweaks and a lot of a, a <laughs> lot of like? Can you talk about that? Yeah, um, I'm glad you brought that up. Actually, people don't see that. Um, Leave it to the business guy. I love that. So no, it's good. So I learn a little bit. Of know? course. In June, we piloted our first model, and we actually put it at Black Flag Athletics, the the gym that you know I own, and we Wyatt brought up two ice barrels for us. We got our first ever Edwin barrel built out, which is our like the first ever sauna that we created. Which is a two person. No, that that was the six. Oh, Edwin. that's the one. Yeah, that's yeah, the that's one ours. that you have. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the Eddie is the two yeah, person. Yeah, the so. Eddie's the two yeah. person. For context, guys, we've got basically three main products right now. We've got the Edwin, which is their mainstay six to eight person uh, barrel sauna. We've got the two person sauna, which is called the Eddie, which it's a kind of a play on words from Edwin. Eddie's like the little brother, and then Eden. It was just another play on words of everything, but the Edens are outdoor shower and it's amazing. But um, we have probably changed up. I should probably keep track, but probably around the fifty plus iterations. These are very very small tweaks that most people would never be able to see or realize. But these are things that affect the performance of the sauna. These are things that affect the aesthetic of the sauna. These are things that affect the usability and the functionality of it and so are these things like the vents that that on the, the orient back, or is the, it like the covering of the wires or is it what exactly are you referring yeah. to i mean all of those yeah. things probably so the we've changed up bench structure to create sturdier wider benches we've changed up door trim to make it more aesthetic we've changed up the way that the door seals at the bottom and around the outsides to make it more um conducive to keep airflow tight in, in the barrel We've created new, stronger magnets. We've created gapping around the door and the and the jam, so expansion contraction happens. There's no rubbing of the doors sure. uh, along the jam. We've changed up the way that the floor sits. We've changed up the orientation of the way that the screws go into the floorboards. We've changed up the way that the that the uh, uh, we changed the heaters that we use. We've changed the way that the wires are concealed. We've changed up the way that the orientation of the vents are. Like, there's so many things. Change up the logos, the branding. How about the packaging? Yeah, so the, the packaging is one of my favorite parts. It shows up in this large crate, and it has our logo on it. And it's a, it's an imperfect circle with a tree uh, in the middle. And it's very... Like, like what's hat. on your hat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and it's, and it's on, it's on the, the crate. And you open up one, one uh, side of the short side of the box or the crate, and you're immediately intoxicated with the cedar smell by the way that's the best smell dude i just experienced exactly what he just said i got the big dog i got the edwin you got the edwin yeah 
Yeah, I, come and, on. Do I look like an Eddie <laughs> kind of guy? You almost were, though. I, I was. <laughs> you almost let's were. Let's keep it real. I was 100% yeah. Yeah. All I had Eddie. to do was send you one video, and you're like, oh, my here God, we go. fine. Just yeah. send me the link yeah. for, the, for the additional charge. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. What's, what's the name of the website? SisuLifestyle.com. S-I-S-U, lifestyle.com. Dude, Very look cool. at that layup for you. This guy yeah. over here. Yeah, I mean, there you go. Right? Amazing. It's just, it's sound, I'm, I'm going to get one. You yeah. are going to yeah. get one. Yeah. You have no we'll, choice. We'll talk after. Yeah. yeah. Um, Guys, but, you know, let's stop there for a second. Yeah. Because, you know, just using this contrast of the ice barrels, you know, the, the cold and the heat, which I, after I experienced it several times, I needed to, like, have direct access to it, you know, which is yeah. what totally inspired this, right? Like, and the fact, guys, Pete just booked a flight. Like, I ordered mine. He booked a flight to come out. He's like, dude, I'll be there. We're going to put this together together. You guys like, know each other before? Yeah, we knew each other, but we Bro, never Brian. met in person. Right. Yeah, so we right. have mutual, many mutual friends. We, we met today at 8 a.m. Yes. Oh, wow. So, yeah. but feel like we know each other longer, you it's, know. Yeah, it's sad. Is, it was a hell yes. Yeah. It's terrible. It was a hell yes, hundred <laughs> percent. So you know, but I, that's what's so cool about really the lifestyle, and and you know, Sisu is a lifestyle brand. So right now, you're focused on the saunas that you have. You have some cool products that are yeah. in the works, which we yeah. may or may not. You know, up to you if you yeah. want to talk yeah. about that. But you know, that's what's so exciting is anytime that. Pete and I are have in in a conversation, and anybody else that's involved is built like us, right? Right. And by the way, I'm not built like Pete. I'm not running a hundred fucking miles, people. Like, what do you mean running a hundred? Yeah, yeah. Miles? Can we get into that for a second? Yeah. Like, that's <laughs> just, <laughs> I played basketball. Yeah. So, um, I played basketball my whole life. That was my that was my one love. Me too. And I went and got a full ride Army ROTC. They granted me a scholarship. Uh, I had my choice actually of going between that or West Point on a um, my dad a wanted nomination. me to go to West Point so bad. My dad's oh, I'm sure. so he was like super. He just that's the only school he took me to. Yeah, Basically. it was unreal, right? Yeah. Oh, it's, it's like Hogwarts or something. Crazy. It's unreal. It's Literally Hogwarts. Yeah. It's so um, I chose uh, to go the D three basketball route. They paid my way for this excellent education. My battalion was at the University of Kentucky. I was playing college ball at Center College, a small D three school in Kentucky. And uh, I realized right away while I was also studying civil engineering and also trying to party like a college student, I couldn't (laughs) do it all. So I actually dropped basketball right away and then transferred home to the University of Akron where I met my wife, Paige, the first day. Wow. And I asked her to be my girlfriend the first day. Wow. I knew right away, dude. That's amazing. And she told me the only thing was like, yes, but don't tell anybody for three weeks. (laughs) I don't want them to know. I just got up in a relationship. <laughs> it was yeah. so funny. You're like, deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyways, um, so in that process, I was 17 in high school, just about to graduate. And my dad just stopped chain smoking and he was looking for a new addiction, which was running. And he started running marathons. He just picked it up and started running. Unre- unreal athlete, by the way. First time ever to do a timed mile in high school. He ran a 438 mile. Stud. That's what? crazy. Four thirty-eight. Four thirty-eight. I ran like a four fifty. My prime was like hundred fifty, but four thirty. Dude, that's, that's unreal real. too. My, yeah. A mile? A mile? Yeah. yeah. I was a big track guy. Really? That, that's yeah. fast, man. That's fast. Yeah. I mean, so when you when you factor in that four thirty-eight, ridiculous. Yeah. That's crazy. With, with no training. With no training. Wow. So he always was in good shape, right? So relatively speaking, he was going to be able to just pick it up and go. So 
If you were well, to he fast, he was in good shape, but he was a smoker. Yeah, uh, that's. Uh, I mean, that's a factor in running. He's a beast, though. Think that's about cr- that. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right? what I mean. Was he a ball yeah. player too? What's that? Was he a ball yeah. player? Yeah, 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 yeah. He was. I mean, he's a sniper. So, anyways, long story short, ran my first ultra uh, when I was seventeen. My dad called me a pussy halfway through because I wanted to quit, and I was like, "Well, I can't be. I can't let my dad meet me." How many miles? Sports. This was 16 into a 50K, so 50. 30, the 31 miles. 31. The most I had ever ran prior to that was eight. Okay. That's a lot. Yeah. And what, what pace? I don't remember. I finished like it. Just Dude, I was like having an out-of-body moment the whole That's, time. I, so, so any pace. did so, you finish the, the, the 31? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I cried at the finish. It was like the most euphoric moment, and I was hooked ever since. And then you decided, I'm going to do 100? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, what's next? So I failed multiple times at 100. Eventually... Finally got my hundred. I did it in twenty two hours, and to give to give context, you know, I've ran twenty five or so ultras since I was seventeen. I'm twenty eight now. My dad, and twenty five is like a lot, right? My yeah. dad, same time frame, has ran a hundred forty marathons or greater of distance since that day that we both ran. What? Yeah, unreal. That's so insane. I mean, he's a big motivator of mine. I want to. I always say, like, I want to be half the – I would love to be half the guy that he is, um, but he's, like, my competition. Like, I want to I wanna beat him. That's you awesome. Know? So, it's fun. Uh, he's just a big motivator for me. It's 100 miles straight? 100 miles straight. Yeah. Not, not like, a, like I would do, like, 100 miles in, like, two weeks? No, like, no, like straight. Yeah, yeah, we're going to do it through the yeah, night. Yeah, like, oh, we're just going to go sleep. run 100 so miles. So, where would you – you have, like, a trail? That you, like, yeah, it was on the uh, – Towpath in in Ohio, which is right outside of Akron, right right down right down the chute of uh, Cuyahoga Valley National Park. Those hills, fifty miles out, fifty miles back. Is it hills or straight? It was a mix, a mix. Yeah. So That's so serious. just walk us through, and I don't want to take up too much Very time because I want to get back to the business. But just walk us through like the critical moments in doing a hundred miles. Like where are you absolutely hitting a wall and you're brain and or body are telling you that you need to stop like where is that i think i think what's important is you die you dissect it into multiple phases the first phase is the preparation phase that's all of your training that's like the years of training cumulative but also like the 16 weeks prior that are key the nutrition part making sure that you have all of the carbs the protein you have all like the healthy fats you have your electrolytes you have your you have your crew ready and dialed in and then you have a breakdown of each aid station that you're going to go through and what I, me, me being me, like I have everything I'm going to eat at each aid station ready to go. So my crew is able to just hand, hand me like the new pack or the hand me the new food and I just down and keep going. So I only sat twice. One was to use the bathroom. The other one was to change my pair of shoes at 50. And so it's all about pace and it's all about understanding that your, your mind is going to go through the highs and lows. Your body's going to go through the highs and lows, but you can't let those two articulate at the low at the low moments in the valleys so what's really really key is as you're running these things is that the low moments are 100 percent going to happen and what are you going to do about it so so am i going to stop right i mean and that that ties back to everything that you're doing with your company right and i want to actually focus on that for a second so You had a goal for yourself for for the year, essentially, and you're way ahead of that goal, which is amazing. And um, what would you say are the bigger challenges of being an entrepreneur? And 
and you know tell us kind of where you are with the business and yeah. where you're planning to go with the business yeah yeah so i think right now we are at a point in the business that we're we're exceeding our original forecasting we're we're exceeding our original uh uh our budget you know like our budgets at the start were lower but because we've had a massive influx of revenue that was beyond what we could predict like now we have to re we have to articulate new budgets and we're hiring and we're doing all these fun things where we're building the tribe, right? Not just from the ambassadors, but also like internally within our actual team that actually touches the product, the, the product. So right now we are in this phase where, you know, we spend about just shy of 6% of our overall revenue on marketing and that's it. Yeah. Right. So like, we have some wiggle room where we could invest further into that. But at this point in the game, we've only been investing into people that are going to be really, really great fits for the brand from an ambassador side. But we have not touched anything with ad dollars. We've done nothing in SEO. We've done nothing in terms of email flows. Like these are things that we just need to open up the valves and let them organically happen. Yeah. And that's the next step. Uh, our goal is not to hockey stick this thing. I think a lot of people are like, well, if you can make $10 million right now, like, wouldn't you want to do that? Well, yeah, but at what risk, right? So for us, it's the organic growth side. If we could meticulously and across the plan and, and listen to our gut, but also back it up by data, make decisions one at a time, not overwhelm the market with a bunch of SKUs, but just start opening up different avenues within the marketing side bring a skew into market that'll be new, that'll change up the game for people and just really cultivate a community around it. I feel, I feel really good about that. So that's really the next phase right now is introducing SKUs, also investing more on the marketing side. Uh, we've got a great team. We've just hired on three more contractors. We, um, it's, it's again, it's just been a blessing through and through, but that is the next phase is, finding those two and finding that balance, but also at the same time really relying on our forecasting based off the numbers that we now have uh, to our disposal. It's really, you know, just spending the day with you has been such a pleasure because like there are points, Mike, where like, you know, like the, the, the truck makes the delivery the sauna's <laughs> coming off the truck. He's just like, I'm like staring at it. <laughs> I'm and just like, jumping around. You know, and I'm like videoing him and, and he's just like turns turns to me. He's like, dude, this is still so surreal. Like it's, you know, he's really living his dream and it's all coming together. And really what the best part is, is the fact that this truly helps people, right? Like this is, you yeah. know, this is our new way of partying. This is yeah. like how we enjoy spending time yeah. and, and your product creates community. Like I'm so excited to be hanging out right. with my people and inviting new people into the mix. that yeah. have never experienced it. And like myself, when you do, you just get hooked. You're like, yeah. I feel so much better than I did before I discovered this. I think for me, the way that, and the way that we do at CSU, we articulate our product as an experience at the end of the day, the more people that can experience Sisu, not just sauna, but dive inward of themselves and just go that next little step, yep. expect more from themselves, go through that barrier, pass perseverance and enter Sisu. That is what it's all about. Yep. It's not the sauna. It's not the shower. It's not the product. It's the experience. And that's what we're building. That's what we're most interested in because that's, what's going to change lives. Amazing.
love that. Yeah. So, love that change in lives. Yeah. Love so. it. Well, listen, brother, we really appreciate you joining us today yeah, thank you. on What's the Dealio? Right on. And uh, spreading the good word about Sisu Sauna. Appreciate you guys. Thank you so much. Thank Absolute you. honor. Thank you, brother. Thanks. Thank you. Appreciate it.